time to preview finally stakes day now we're recording at we're a bit earlier today as i said terry's got to go got to go to see the slug in action now we're recording at 20 past 10 on thursday september 10 with northern of course this afternoon nine events scheduled for belmont on saturday Terry, it's Carnarvon Cup Day on Saturday also. Oh. I'm sure you have done the deep dive there. And we're back in the Avon Valley on Sunday with an eight-race York program. And I'm suggesting that York would be a track that's been good to you over the journey. True or false? <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of the uh, the uh, the random little tracks around Western Australia. So, I, to be honest with you, I haven't done the deep dive Carnarvon or York yet, but I've looked at the fields and done a... A shallow dive. Uh, you never want a shallow dive. I've done a little shallow dive, and um, and I'm, I'm probably more enthusiastic um, about the uh, about the York fields uh, in particular than the uh, than, what, than what's to come on Saturday. But uh, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean there isn't uh, nine winners on Saturday, BJ. Nothing gets you more excited than a 46 plus handicap at York. Well, doesn't really. I just, like, I really, really gets the engine. When when people describe tracks, the word that gets me up and about and really gets my juices flowing is the word undulating. I love I love an undulating <laughs> track. And what what word would you use to describe York, BJ? Oh, I think I think undulating. Yeah, you will. It it's, 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 it's undulating. It's actually a beautiful track. So um, I might uh, I might even try and get out there on Sunday. I won't actually. I say that I won't actually get out there, but I'll think about it though. Yeah, I wonder how many races it'll be before Darren McCauley uses the at, uh, at the base of Mount Bakewell. That's uh, that's, that's <laughs> usually the. Uh, I reckon that'll, that'll get ripped out in in race one as they go going past the base of Mount Bakewell. Yeah, one of my um, my favourite horses that really uh, made me enjoy that track the most was. Uh, because Kerry Dawsonia is a, one of a few trainers that trains from that area, and her horses just go. They, oh, they deadly, fly. Deadly at your. They're deadly, aren't deadly. they? They just don't miss. Uh, do you remember a yeah. horse called Oaksville? Yes, 100%. And every single time it's towards the end of its career, every single time it was called, and here comes the old boy Oaksville. One of my favourite uh, <laughs> One of my favorite calls on the racetrack. He just used to wind up the big, uh, the big fella down the centre of the track. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where the, the love for the undulation probably begun, to be honest. Now, yeah, I haven't looked at the Yorkfields uh, uh, as well, but if – but surely they can't have a York meeting without a Kerry Sonia runner and winner. Uh, she so. does have it. She does have one in actually. She does have one in. Uh, Black Smuggler, I think, is going around. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, good luck to the, the, the club. Uh, good to see them back in action at in the Avon Valley, York Racing Sunday. So stay tuned throughout the 1-1 for info on how you can enter the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition and the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition, both extremely popular in their own right. So reminder that uh, my pre-markets preview, the leg up, was released at 7am this morning on bestbets.com.au. can also be viewed on the Ozrace website as well. While Terry Layton and Daniel Cripps combine forces for the Wild West video preview available on the Betfair hub. That's betfair.com.au. First thing Friday morning, Terry and Cripper. Now, they are, they are representing all us sand gropers mm. in the Betfair State of Origin series. They tell me the boys uh, did the right thing yesterday at Belmont. Oh, oh did we ever? No, very excited to. Uh, we've, we've, we were a long last. Um, Languishing. Last, a, long, a long last. Tailed, tailed off. Remember our old fella, old Steve Wolfrunner on debut? <laughs> tailed off. What did he do, though? He came back to win a race one, once or twice when, uh, when tailed off. So we've, uh, we've, we've gone for the safe stick early with uh, Enduring Moment. Now, defence, we tipped that at three bucks. We got given 210, makes it difficult. But anyway, won the week last week, bang, bang. And uh, we're working on tactically between us. Um, 
we're working on uh, a theorem where we agree probably on three, four, five horses per week. We're just backing the ones we agree on because we have a pretty good record when we're in cahoots in that sense. And um, we both had Count to Mozov. We, we, again, we did when it was 19 bucks, but um, we both had Count to Mozov. I don't I think six bucks. Grip had about seven or eight. and uh, So we, we were in great there. So that's the way we went. And um, the only horse for the day that really went on speed and, um, and, and showed a bit of ticker. Well, I guess Peppy Jack did too, running second. But um, look, got the yep. jockeys up into second. And um, we got one in the last at Northern today, which will be running run one by the time um, this goes out. But uh, look, let's, uh, let's hope we can keep the momentum going and uh, bring home the origin to WA where it should be. Very good, very good. So um, yeah, so if, you, if anyone's interested in in uh, keeping up to date with what's happening on uh, the Origin series or anything else Betfair related, go to betfair.com.au or uh, at Betfair AUS on Twitter. So Terry, tell the listeners where they can find the one one. Uh, the One One podcast is available on all Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review, BJ. Speaking of reviews, we got a, a glowing review. I think it was on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars. Very, uh, very kind words from uh, from one of our loyal listeners. So if uh, any of you uh, feel that way inclined to give us a rating and uh, send send through some uh, some words on your views on the one one, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, jump on there and um, and get involved. So yeah, just on that though, we we do really enjoy the uh, the feedback we get. Uh, even if it's people touching, uh, reaching out. Um privately via via private message on the Twitter account or, or whatnot. It's um it's all really, really appreciated. I don't just, just say that as uh, for lip service. I actually really enjoy the uh, the feedback that uh, we receive. So thank you to anyone that has given us uh, positive feedback over the journey. BJ. Yes, and we're and Terry and I are both always uh, happy happy to engage our listeners and um, talk racing on the Twitter platform mainly. But uh, again, yeah, I echo Terry's views. Um, anyone who's uh, who's as enthusiastic about West Australian racing as we are, then um, then uh, yeah, we we appreciate uh, we appreciate all of you. So very good. Let's do it, eh? Time to start finally stakes day rail. Terry, six metre position. Six. We're looking for about 21 degrees, mostly sunny. We have had a bit of rain overnight, maybe a sprinkle today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we looking for? Good four? Yeah, it should be a good four. No more rain from um, – or very minimal rain from now until Saturday. Should be none Friday or Saturday. Uh, track's been playing um, Track's been playing okay. Midweek it's been pretty pretty ordinary when the rail's out in that sort of 13, mm. 15 plus sort of position. But uh, no, it looks to be playing pretty fair um, at the moment. So at the six meter position we're not over gonna we're not gonna overthink it sorry bj and we're just going to allow for a nice uh, a nice fair track but as always adjust accordingly very good and this is actually this just just before we start this meet this is a a meeting and i i'm someone who does like to commit to prices when i can and lock in numbers above my mark but this really is a meeting where uh i don't know if there's that many good markets around uh bradley's done a, a fairly astute job um with what he's put up this morning so this really is a good meeting especially yep. later in the day and we will touch on it as we go race by race um to monitor how that track is playing because there are some leaders that look to have really nice maps. There are some back markers who look to be really well in, but I mean, if they're not making ground, then you, you can probably look at getting a better price later or just moving on elsewhere. So a really good meet to um, to use the exchange, BJ. Very good. Okay. So race one is the Tab Touch West Speed 
Platinum Maiden mm. and uh, over the 1,000 metres and we see the return of At War and Boss Snip from Breaks. Mm-hmm. Both of them have are, are, are sort of have been spook horses at times, uh, haven't quite um, measured up to expectations in previous preparations, but they do, for me anyway, they do look to have this race between them. Uh, I, I lent towards Boss Snip. The market is leaning towards At War. What um, what was your what was your thoughts, or, or is there a, a a third stringer that you can make a strong case for in this maiden, Terry? Oh, look, this is a race I'm going to stay out of. Um, I can tell you that the uh, I'm, as you know, I'm not a big data person, but I now have. Uh have been using it. It's quite interesting. At War is as big a data horse BJ as you'll ever see. Um, the data is basically yep. saying it should be a dollar ten um, type thing. So just needs to replicate any of its previous runs to, to basically win this. But I mean, I've got I've got concerns on the fact that um, uh, how how well uh, At War has returned. Uh, maybe he isn't quite the same horse he was. But look, you'd expect Bosnip. The key for this race really looks a map. Bosnip. I think Bosnip can hold out Petit Lefemme. Um, I think they, they really need to show tenacity to hold out Petit Lefemme. I think if Bosnip hands up, you don't want to be on. If that happens, it yeah. at all lands on Bosnip's back and the winner should come from those two. Um, Bosnip isn't a horse that's a- been able to lead and rail yet. And some horses are just different conveyances when doing so. If we look at Bosnip when last in work, uh, sorry, not last. Oh, yeah, it was last in work, sorry. Um, on the, it was actually... On the 24th of Feb, so then he had a break. Um, she had a break, sorry, um, before she attacked a maiden, drew wide, had to take a park. But if you look at that, that was the, the maiden, which we all remember, uh, the trial, sorry, where she beat home Cliffs of Comfort. And she beat home Cliffs of Comfort looking more aesthetically pleasing in the trial than Cliffs of Comfort. And she was under less uh, sufferance than Cliffs was. So Bosnip could be a horse yep. that could have a really high, um, higher ceiling if able to rail and roll. So it's something we just simply um, we, we can only speculate on. So look, I think at two sixty and three eighty, that market's nearly bang on. I'd probably mark them in uh, in a line, to be honest. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm purely speculating on on horses I don't know enough about. And I think there's better spots for me personally to be playing at um at those prices. Love the trials of Harry Asa, who's now gone to Bernie Miller, and love the trial of Mystic Love. Yep. Uh, but Mystic Love's going to end up near last, so they're two horses I reckon we might be discussing in horses to follow in coming weeks. Bj. Okay. Yeah. So so at wars has been. Well, officially, anyway, whether whether the the dates measure up is another thing. But officially, at war has been gelded yes. since its last prep. Yeah, uh, was 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 pretty revvy, wasn't he? Um, yep. uh, last prep, he led and sort of um, didn't necessarily settle uh, on a cotton thread for Chris Parn on both on both occasions. But um, uh, was ridden quiet in thirty uh, first of August trial and was doing its um, his best work late, uh, like the booking of. Johnston Porter from gate one. I can see why um, he, and obviously he's got, you know, I think he's got a, he'd have a peak rating around Massimo. I'm pretty sure he ran second to Massimo on debut yep. at Belmont. First start in a race. So I can, I can see why the ratings gurus have him on top. The thing I just wanted to mention about Boss Snip was, and you meant, and you spoke, spoke to that gap between the trial at Larkill and its first, and her first start in a race. I feel as though, from memory, she was scratched about two or three times prior to that. At least. So, to me, it felt like the prep was – there were setbacks mm-hmm. between trial and debut and um, there was like some interruptions to the to the campaign. 
So I'm pretty forgiving and I've just seen some of the stuff that Justin Warwick has been doing with his horses lately. Like nat- like the way that Native Chimes is just mm. tearing it up at the moment midweek is like, where'd this horse come from? Mm. <laughs> so it's obviously there's a good vibe around um, the, the Warwick camp at the moment. For me, I just feel as though we didn't necessarily see the best of Boss Snip and she's, she still managed to run um, two third placings at Belmont. That, and, and so perhaps if she was length two, three lengths below uh, her capabilities, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting what, uh, JT Warwick to have her um, after, after a break to have all those little chinks ironed out and have her ready to rock and roll. So I'm, um, I'm thinking that Boss Snip might have at war covered. Happy to be wrong, but that's the way I'm, I'm leaning. Boss Snip on top. I like it. Bernard, I'm going to use this as a learning experience. Gun to my head, I'd probably go the same way as you, but I'm going to use this race as a learning experience. One thing I won't be doing here is, uh, is probably willing to chase out a drifter because I don't think that'll be uh, – I think that could end in tears. Yeah, yeah, okay, and I see that I see that Luke Fernie um, has scratched Northwood for um, during the week for. Uh, it's not a, this particular race. No, it's, I don't think it's up to these. Okay, moving right along, race two is the free entry to Belmont Park Plate. This is a seventy thousand dollar. This is a seventy thousand no, dollar mile. But Terry, you t- you you You're lying tell to us me. all about this. You're race lying to me. This isn't a seventy thousand dollar race, BJ. Mm. This isn't. This is this no. No, you're lying to me. Stop telling the listeners lies. Uh, this is this It'd be is nice a, to have a horse in it. I it? tell you what. Well, I was just um, I was speaking to Cribell. I was saying that uh, Chicklets in today in race one today at a dollar forty over fourteen hundred. Um, Chicklets a three year old. Yeah, Chicklets a three year old. Yes. Yeah, I, I Chicklet yeah, Chicklet. They've missed a trick. They yeah. have missed a trick. <laughs> I, maybe they didn't quite see the noms, or I'm not sure. But uh, Chicklet would be going around at this at even money. I reckon at best. Chicklet obviously is 28 days between runs. Wasn't on for a trial, so might have had a little setback. So you can understand not wanting to go to a mile. But geez, you just about suck it up and 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 track here, don't you? I mean, Bubby Ritz is in for the stable, and um, you'd think that Chick- oh, Chicklet yes, would have yeah. uh, Chicklet would have Bubby Ritz are pretty well covered. But <laughs> look, this. Is a race again. I don't really want to get too heavily involved in. Um, one runner I did want to make mention of, and he's going to be back last. That's not really where we want to be. Is uh, is off we go. So it's rare you see an Adam Durant runner put in a real eye catcher second up behind Alay Alay. Alay Alay Alay. Put in a real a real <laughs> eye catcher behind Alay Alay. Durant runners obviously tend to get better the further they go. Drop back from the 15, and I was ready to go. Next start at the mile type thing. Drop back to the 1400. So, um, like half of uh, half of WA, I fell into Delarage, who looked um, who looked to sort of uh, have him halfway down the straight, but he gave a really good kick. I think mm. off we go up to the mile is one that will really again go to another level. Um, I just I just find it very difficult to come at a horse that will be dead last on a track. I don't know how it's going to be flopping about, but um, the horses that are going to be forward here under the radar. Regal dividends, um, they're thirteen hundred to sixteen hundred. So we just simply don't know how well they're going to step up to the mile and run it out. They could relish it. They could. Um, they they could struggle with that little bit of extra journey. So. Oh, I, I really don't know. I mean, under the radar, second or third favourite. And under the radar is a maiden. And the horse that ran second to it in that maiden, perfect harmony, couldn't come out and win at a maiden at $1.60 at its next start. Um, that, well, that, that was the off we go race. That was the off we go race. Yeah. Off we go race. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, look, I'm going to I'm gonna go with off we go. But um, I, I, I don't really know if I want to. But that's the way I'm going to go here. Six bucks, something small there, Joe. Yeah, I'm with you. I, th- I think this is a really nice race for off we go. Just 
look, got a lot of favours, did no work early, tracked up in the three-wide line and um, and pounced on them at Northern over 1,400 third up last start. But the, figure, the, the late splits were, I think – either the best of the day or among the best of the day. It really, really zipped home off, a, um, I guess, a soft tempo. Mm-hmm. So doing no work again out the back, CJP, Adam Durant, pretty hot combination at the moment. Uh, I imagine this is going to be a relatively low pressure race as well. Um, just brought with one uninterrupted run with with similar closing speed Durant horse up to a mile like I, I think this is this is just gonna zoom past them late zoom um, past them up. just just zoom off, past off we go off we go yeah uh, surveillance is obviously the the class runner but it's is still it, a, is it's it? a six start maiden is, is, well, is surveillance a class runner it, I, don't, so I, I don't know just just one or two two-year-old runs I don't think it's I mean surveillance hasn't come back has he yeah, I thought there were some signs last start. It just looks like he's all of a sudden he's just lost his zip. Um, mm. Remarkably, ran second in a not remarkably, but he did ran se- second in a Magic Millions two year old classic. But he just and and I'm pretty sure Lockie Taylor spoke to this when we had him on the one one that he's um he's looking for further uh, already. So maybe the when um, I hear the mile might might be um. Yeah, you go. When I hear uh, looking for further, to me, that's just a way of saying this horse is slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. The last thing as um, an owner I ever like to hear is, oh, yeah, we're looking for further. He's just a bit dour at the moment. Oh, yeah, this horse is just no good. That, that's what I hear. So, how, when, when, um, have you seen that uh, Tom Brown Twitter account that translate what Tom Brown says on Twitter? That, to me, is my, no. that's my personal <laughs> Tom Brown translator in my head. It's very funny. If you haven't seen it, quite funny. I quite enjoy it. So. Uh, <laughs> um, the the thing with the thing with surveillance is you know like you said that it might be might be um, code for this horse is slow like I don't know how fast you really have to be to win this particular race that's the thing so there is seventy thousand dollars on the table forty one thousand for first so all these horses that are, that are in this race like um they're you know this is a really terrific opportunity for them to fill their boots because these type of um, paydays I don't think will come along too often so but for me I, th- I really like off off we go coming off off the speed and uh, sort of swing to victory i think that's all i got yeah me too two. i'm i'm surprised you're with me there actually and i'm glad you're with me there so um six seven bucks what what, what type of mark are we what are we hoping for here i reckon it's gonna firm from there mm-hmm. yeah this is a market I, I really can't um you can't have any real confidence in the market the one thing i do know with under the radar is you trust that yard the dmac yard to really yep. get them to go better the further they go he's um he's training like a jet at the moment as well so um yeah winkers on yeah exactly right exactly right but uh no off we go six bucks i think that's enough for me it's a race i didn't i didn't actually mark it and you know how i love to mark a race bj i didn't actually mm. mark it but um yeah i i can understand there'll be some preference and interest in the on-speed runners especially a horse like regal dividend who's getting in with no weight and will roll in front and you know in a week race and our man our and man, our, exactly Ramoli. right can't ride a loser at the moment old Railsy so um, yeah I, I think it'll be a uh, I think it'll uh, definitely be an opportunity for Durant and uh, CJP to run past them and yeah I'm with you 550 I marked off we go okay. for what it's worth yeah. anyway I think I, I think I would have ended up somewhere around about the 450 type mark so yeah I think the six bucks or so is enough to have a small bet on a card where there might not be too many bets we better uh, we better find some opportunities very good. Race number three, Old Mates, Sports Bar and Eatery Handicap. Uh, 1,600 metres, 
for the for the rating seventy two. When was the last time you were out at the old mate? I think it was the I think it was the it was a game of footy, wasn't there? Was it? Night game where we uh, where we walked across to watch ah, the, uh, the yeah, mighty yeah, Eagles yeah. play. Yes, I mean, actually we, uh, that was the that was the, the game. That was Me- Geelong game. That was a cracker. It was a Geelong game. Sorry, yeah, yeah. it was a Geelong game. Yeah, we won in. Uh, yes, yeah, in a uh, in a photo finish. I was down in the um, what's it called the underground thing where you get the food and drinks all the time. Just a bit of a show off here. Uh, what's it called the. Oh, I can't think of what it's called. It's the, uh, at Optus? Yeah, at Optus, yeah. At Optus, oh, right, yeah. right. You're in the, the elite. Yeah, the la, the la de da section, yeah. So, no, nah, was, uh, that, was that was a good day. We should organize, We need to organise the next 1-1 catch-up shortly as well, don't we? We do. That's, that's, that's overdue. So, let's put our heads together this way and come up with something in the next month, I reckon. Maybe just post-Kalgoorlie. I don't think I'll be able to handle it. <laughs> uh, I, I won't be able to handle a strong hit out pre-Kalgoorlie and then get through the game and get through that. So I was thinking about your Kalgoorlie, your upcoming Kalgoorlie adventure. I think yeah. I think you, I think you need to do like a, a, a diary. Uh, keep on uh, that'll be humour. Just get and, well, and what it would do, like a round diary so people know next year when they go to Cal. This is what this is where you need to be. This is what you need to do. This is the the guru's uh, Calgary round diary twenty twenty. I reckon it'd be a bit of humour. Well, I've been pretty quiet in the tweet lately, so maybe I might just go. Uh, I might just come out in full force and just uh, just hammer everyone's uh, Twitter feeds and just be going bang, <laughs> bang, bang. The, the more the more wins I've had, the louder I get. So you definitely we sing when we're we sing when we're winning, don't we? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Anyway, let's let's move on. Race three, old mate. Uh, are we? Are we? What are we doing with? Uh, what are we doing with leading girl, BJ? Ah, oh, just has to win. Has, has to, to win. Surely, this race. Surely. Yep. Yeah. Surely, I think uh, Jared Noski would have been one person. He wouldn't. I'm sure Jared wouldn't wish um, negativity on anyone, but he would have been one person that wouldn't have been too disappointed to see leading girl loom and not get past uh, Aconite and comfort me last start. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely a win for uh, for JJ Noski. That's for sure. Yeah, it was because Chrissy Parnham rode a treat. Uh, comfort me. I mean, went up the. That was a really quite a high riding race as well, and just the comfort means progression. We actually made that LA on uh, on the Origin comp, so that wasn't what we were after there. Um, but the progression from not being able to get past Simonelli in a class one <laughs> two starts ago to winning a, a sixty four pass against leading girl who had basically leveled up to it with a hundred odd to go, like gee whiz, son. I think the key thing we first of all need to realise is that leading girl um, isn't as good as we thought. Unfortunately, we need to just um, we need to accept that, and for that reason, I mean, you, you don't want to be diving into sort of a dollar sixty or so here. I think it's what's leading girl going up a dollar eighty, dollar eighty, dollar eighty five at the moment. It's above my quote, but uh, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to be diving in at the dollar eighty. Really big watch on Mrs. Brown's boy. Would love yeah, to see. We'd love to see the King and Kennedy, the AK, the double AK, the uh, Ace King um, combination. I'd love to see them roll forward here and try and even lead it. Uh, I don't know if they get across. There's a bunch of horses I think will be happy to lead, but also happy to sit. So some real yep. aggression from the wide gate with Miss Brown's boy. Go to the top. Leading girl gets caught on the back of a strike force or something like that who's sort of paddling a bit and going backwards and needs to make a sustained run. Mrs. Brown's boy is an underrated galloper, BJ, and that um, Massimo slash Western Temple form now looks pretty bloody good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, you, we, you've got to make you got to make it hard for leading girl. 
that's that's yep. that's that's you got to you got to take your into we're not going to try and out sprint we're not going to from exactly. barrier six we're not going to drop out next to leading girl and try and out sprint leading girl yep. so um yeah my plan here is miss brown's boys 440 i've marked about four bucks expecting betfair to be best comfortably so my plan is to wait for the exchange late expecting leading girl to win but i'm expecting my bet to be mrs brown's boy hoping to see seven dollars plus late if i don't get that i'll probably just stay out and uh and view the race. I had a very similar thought process to you. Um, Mrs. Brown's boy is uh, is definitely the fly in the ointment for anyone who's looking to jump into the red odds uh, leading girl, that's for sure. Um, what – I'm surprised you didn't – this. you didn't even nah. – Crack no. a mention for Strike Force. No. Oh, Strike Force! I thought you were going to go with Red Pub. No, no, no. I was, I was sort of heading in that general direction. But Strike yeah. Force has been has, has for a horse who's um, continually going around at long odds gets a, gets a lot of airtime on the one one, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. No, he's he's, he's just a uh, he's just a battler, and he loses his claim as well. No, he's he's just an absolute Barry Battler, old Strike Force. Wait for him to get down to the weights. Maybe send him up to a. A cup. I'm surprised they haven't looked at going up to a Carnarvon Cup or something yeah. with a horse like Strike Force. That's to me. Peter Bamford, he uh, has, a, has had a bit of success up there with uh, Swifty Platinum as well. So, uh, That's right. surprised yeah. that isn't really the thought process. But I think he's running honest enough races, running those fourths, fifths, where he's picking up his 1,500, 3,000 for the, for the connections. So, he's paying his way um, with what he's doing, but he's going to need to shed more ratings points, get into a 60-plus to be winning any, I'd, I'd suggest. Yeah. So, just, just maybe even midweek, midweek even, maybe a midweek, maybe carries a 61 62 uses three three or four kilo claim and just tries to roll and nick one that's probably where he wins one but not this okay so yeah just just the case for leading girls obviously the quick backup drops from 57 and a half down to 54 uh, no one riding better than chris parnham obviously um but she has loomed to win her last two and hasn't quite been able to get it done. So if she, um, if 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 Mrs. Brown's boy makes it makes it hard for her late, then um, yeah. But the the five and a half kilos uh, advantage that she has over Mrs. Brown's boy suggests that this should be the yeah. day for leading girl. Now you did mention the Massimo Western Temple form when we were discussing Mrs. Brown's boy. Shout out to Kira Yule and. Um, Friend of the podcast, Daniel Cripps, combining mm. for Coolgardy Cup victory with Western Temple last Sunday. Terry, did you did you chime in? Yeah, we did actually. Went down and uh, well, I'd, I'd marked it thinner than most of the lads there. I, I had a bit more. Uh well, maybe I just got lucky that I'd marked it shorter than I should have. But um, I, I thought two dollars seventy plus was a nice enough price. Western Temple went around at four bucks late on the exchange. Yeah, so it really got out to a nice backable price. But uh, no, I was actually watched the race with uh, with DC, and he was uh, he didn't have much of a go himself, I don't think. But he was very chuffed for Kira, nonetheless. And that was his first success. Uh, I don't know if it's black type these days. I'm not sure if it's considered black type, but uh, it was his first success in a uh, in a prominent race as a manager. So um, no, he was a very happy lad, and. Um, yeah, we'll discuss here in another black tie race in uh, in a couple of minutes. I'd suggest. Okay, but um, just quickly, mm-hmm. did the Coolgardie Cup? Have you done the review? What what was the go with Friar Fox? I haven't actually done the review. It came from near last, didn't it? Oh, it was. Sean O'Donnell was just couldn't get it. Couldn't get it going early. She was slow away and just looked like she just didn't want to be there and was going to just tail him, run 
you know, furlong last or whatever, and somehow like flash late and run second. So it's, it's some funny old races. I, I said to the boys that Angry Annie was the lay of the day, and then I said, Divine Shadow, how's the money coming? This is the lay of the day, and both of them, <laughs> two, two of the bigger runs on the card. So um, I'm, I'm glad that uh, that was kept around the table. I'm glad neither of them got the chocolate, so it looked like a, a dickhead there, I'd suggest. But um, no, it's some, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Kalgoorlie round and what's to come. And as you know, it's, uh, it's the only place I'm really betting sort of full stake at the moment. So I'm, um, yeah, I, I love the goldfields, BJ. It's my home away from home. <laughs> looking forward to that round diary. I'll give you the tip. Oh. So race four. Han Superdry, finally stakes, listed race, 1,400 metres, $100,000. Now, um, everything points towards Massimo continuing on his merry way. Can mm. you see one of his, I can't believe there's only five rivals, but one of five rivals, can any of those uh, make things difficult for Massimo? Uh- Obviously, Pims Royale can. Um, my map has Pims Royale probably stalking Massimo on the fence. I think Massimo gets crossed with Great Shot and Snow Chino coming across. I think they'd like to lead on Massimo, but there's no point yeah. getting involved in a um, in a in a turf war with those two. So I think Massimo parks, and then Kira can probably come across and grab Massimo's back. And I just about think Kira can probably win from Massimo's back if they level up and sprint together with a fresher horse. But I'm not really um, I'm not really keen to get involved here, BJ. I I, I feel that Massimo. <laughs> I think Massimo is not impossible to be a railway horse just about. I, I think Massimo, just the toughness in the victories. I don't think much goes right in a lot of his races. Like to breeze on hot tempos, to do this and that. I, railway horse might be a stretch. Definitely not this year. I'm, I'm thinking more next year. But um, I just think it's just he's just so tough. He's just so what you don't want to back against, you know. And I'm not I'm not diving in at a dollar seventy when he's going to have to take a sit behind Great Shot, who to me looks like he's had enough of racing um, for for his career. So a race I'm going to be staying out of BJ, but it'll be very interesting if Great Shot does fall in a hole and then drop back on. Um, on Massimo and on Pims Royale and a horse like yeah Daddy or something can uh, can have a bit of a snip out wide but um, yeah Daddy's no, not impossible it, not impossible um, no it, it'd need a lot to go right and there'd need yeah. to be a lot of bad luck for Massimo and Pims Royale I'd suggest but um, yeah a race I'm staying out of and a, a pretty underwhelming addition to the Farnley to be honest very disappointing yeah I think I think Massimo will lead from one. Uh, do you? I don't think, yeah. But what what are they going to do? Is there really going to be any ambitions with Great Shot, um, who's had so many starts, or Snow Chino, who they, they know only knows one way, is only good one way? Are they really going to have any ambitions to sit? Who's that? Those two? Yeah. Well, well how, does, oh, how, does the, just, how does the map look? How does that map end up looking? Yeah, That's I, what I, I kept just, coming back to because I thought that as well. I think they'll want to lead on Massimo, yeah. but I think they'll say to Clint, don't just don't sit uh, on the rail in a three-wide line over in a six-horse field. Like, or just they take a hold of Snow Chino and just totally relinquish uh, her strengths, like, especially down with the 54. Like, surely you're just you're rolling. And great shot. You haven't had uh, 41 career starts with the success you've had to say, all right, now we're going to take a hold. Yeah, well, they couldn't. He couldn't get to the top first up. Uh, great shot. I, I don't. I, mm. I can't. Yeah, I just think they'll be pretty keen to. And the way that Massimo's enjoying breezing, like, do you know what I mean? Like he's um, yeah, his form has I've, like. I, I think he's uh, three starts ago when Maddie Derek rode him. He railed in front and got run over by Inspirational Girl. Sat outside them and beat Western Temple over 1,400 metres, two start. Sat outside leader and won again over 60 kgs over a mile last start. I just don't think they'll want 
anything to, to cross him. Like, I just think he's I just don't. That- no, I don't think they will either. That's. Mm-hmm. I guess that's really interesting with this race. Does Massimo have that early speed? Because, great, as you said, Great Shot and Snow Chain are traditionally pretty quick horses, but they haven't looked, either of them haven't looked no. super quick no. uh, public appearances this this time in. So, um, yeah, you could, well, you could well be right. Massimo, even if Massimo has to go two or three above benchmark and, and sort of say, well, I'm not going to let you guys come and cross and put the pressure on. I'm going to make this a proper run affair. And, yeah, if Massimo does lead and they don't um, don't get to lay a glove on him like that, he, he should be um, should be winning by panels probably. Okay. All right. So that is uh, our preview for race four, the feature of the day, the Farnley Stakes. Bit of a, um, yeah, as we said, it's a bit of a shame that we've only got the, uh, the six runners. So hopefully the numbers pick up because um, this is traditionally a lead up towards the Hannon's Handicap in Kalgoorlie mm-hmm. for the round. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can um, we can get a field together for, for, that, um, for that big race coming up. But um, for now, anyway, it's time to do our Mundaring Hotel WA racing mastermind competition now the mundaring it's been the heart of the hills heart of the hills since 1899 located in jacoby street mundaring if you get a chance drop in and see the publican ian butchie o'connor say g'day let him know you're a one-one listener especially those people that are traveling to and from uh Northam and York over the next few days, drop into the Mundaring. <laughs> Congratulations to last week's WA Racing Mastermind winner, Jason Matthews. Well done, Jason. A $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail. So to be crowned this week's Mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly. All right, Terry, I reckon- I'm ready to go. I reckon you're good for these. Let's see. Let's go. Question one. Jade McNaught won last year's Farley Stakes aboard Neurological. How many winners- I thought that was the question. (laughs) How many winners in total did Ah. she ride on that card? I reckon I could list them as well. One of the more freakish days at the track, that one. That was incredible Mm. stuff. Uh, I don't think I I backed any of them either. I think you you probably back Taxagano the one once you got beat on. <laughs> no, I was on yeah, and I was on the second horse in that neurological race. I was on Abdicator. I think Abdicator something like twenty one or twenty six dollars into about five bucks. Lee Newman and it was beaten. Yep. Uh, it was an absolute horror show to watch. Anyway, <sighs> deep breaths, Terry. Deep breaths. Question two: Name the now trainer who saluted aboard. Uh, so in who rode. Stocks to victory in the 2017 Farnley Stakes. Well, I presume it has to former hoop yeah, now trainer. A, I think I think I know that one. Question three: What year did the did the now 11 year old? Can you believe he's 11? Rock Magic win the Farnley Stakes. What year? Yeah, this will stump a few people because uh, I didn't realise he's 11. What a horse! Jeez. Had to be before he picked up all the points, surely, because this is a a handicap. Mm, all right, I've answered it, but not with much confidence. Definitely got two. All right, all you masterminds out there. So get your entries in via direct message at the one one pod on Twitter. That's direct message, please. And um, send them to us at the one one pod on Twitter. Those three and you will be in contention to um, for a one hundred dollar gift voucher, Mundaring Hotel. There we go, Terry. Very good. All right. So, things are starting to heat up here. Race five, Terry. This is a very interesting 1,000-meter dash for the three-year-olds called the Amelia Park Plate. Now, 
this there's been the word on the street is that Friday night is a very very smart animal uh, having its debut for Chris and Michael Ganjimi unbeaten in three trials. Winker's on for the debut. Now, he, but he's going to have to overcome a sticky draw and a field position disadvantage to um, overhaul the, like, the, the likes of Madame Torio and Brooklyn Pier. There's probably a couple of others in there that you can make a strong case for, but they're the, the three main fancies. What's your, what's your view on this 1,000-meter uh, dash? This is another one of those I'm, I'm really happy to watch races. Um, I, I We've all heard the Friday night, uh, the Spruik. And I mean, one thing you know about a Spruik is they're never wrong either, are they? Like, um, <laughs> Rarely. There's, nev- there's never a horse that's incorrectly Spruiked. I mean, I still remember about how how good Clive Waterhouse was going to be in his career. So, look, I mean, Friday nights looks looks pretty bloody good, but it's it's one thing is it's going to be very difficult, BJ. And I, I often say this, and it takes a good horse. I remember one by the name of Dig Deep that did it actually is uh, to take a sit on debut and win a horse race. It's very difficult. From did from Barrier Seven. It did that in one, actually. Yeah, won the 2019 Caracatta Plate. There's a picture on my wall right there. I uh, I think you'll find that Friday night, going back to last, it, it's going to have to be as good as they're saying. But the key element to this race, uh, for me, is Madame Torio being able to cross a horse like our Danny in Brooklyn Pier. Yep. Madame Torio breezes. Definitely um, beatable, and it's still beatable if leading. Friday night could be that good. That That's the word on the street. But um, coming from last and catching a horse like Madame Torio, over a 1,000 metres who can run time, is a uh, is a serious, serious, serious ask, especially on debut. So, look, I... I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy potting the rest of them. Um, I thought Just a Pinch was really good. Um, and if yeah, it gets it out was. to sort of, if it gets out to 30, I'm talking 30 bucks, I'd look at it maybe an each way bet, Just a Pinch, 10 bucks or whatever at the moment. It's not going to get me in a million years. Um, even 30, to be honest, wouldn't really that excite me all that much. But um, no, I'm, yeah, the I, I run was Brooklyn- too, too good to ignore, though, wasn't it really? Just a Pinch. Yeah, um, it certainly was. It, it certainly was. But I mean, um, yeah, Brooklyn Pier against one of those trials where it was ridden out to the line. I don't, I don't really care that it won by six and it beats some nice horses. Um, 59.70 um, is still a pretty nice time, though. That's probably the, the one aspect of that that sort of grabs you a little bit. So, yeah, I, I just think the one thing has I look been, at- Has been gelded, too. Another one that's been gelded, Brooklyn Pier. Yeah, mm. I, I'd personally refuse to run if that was me. But um, <laughs> another one that uh, you, you, you look at that trial and you think, surely there cannot be any intentions to hand up because that showed- um, a degree of intent, but in saying that, Madame Tori might just be too quick early. I don't know. Our Danny's a quick too horse. Zippy, yeah. I'm just talking in uh, circles and in riddles here, BJ. I don't know how good Friday night is. I don't know if Madame Torio will cross. Um, I'm I'm going to stay out again. I just have to stay out. But um, really, really interested to watch this race, though. Yeah, I um, we've been speaking about Friday night on this show for a while now, and um, he did win a trial back in March by. Uh, 400 meter trial by six lengths in very fast time. He's won um, another 400 meter trial on August three in fast time, and then he just um, it was funny. He was getting sort of pushed along early by Jordan Turner in his thousand meter heat on August thirty one, but when he grabbed the when, when he grabbed the bridle and improved into the race, he he just moves like a 
like a class horse. Um, I think the second horse in that trial goes good too. It's called Amelia's Etoile mm-hmm. or Etoile. So, but yeah. That, you like a good mover, don't you? Yeah, this this horse just reeks of uh, um, class Friday night. Uh, it's interesting they've gone for the, the Winkers so um, on debut because I don't think it – had a close look at its trials. I don't think it's carried winkers in e- in in any of them. So that's um, just going to keep him nice and sharp. And and he does. He's still pretty green. Obviously, he's uh, very very new to the to the caper. So that's an interesting addition. It, for me, it just signals that they're pretty keen to um, to uh, you know they're showing some intent there with that particular gear change. I'm going to back my, trust my eye and trust my gut with this, and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to suggest that Friday night's just going to find a way to, to win. Madame Torio, uh, good Belmont 1,000 metre filly. She's won three of those this prep already, so can't fault her. Um, Brooklyn Pier showed, you know, he, he's won, a, won an Ascot race as a, um, as a two-year-old, been gelded. Um, that trial win was, was pretty, pretty smart. And we've, um, and there's, you know, even the best of our Danny, St- uh, stands up, doesn't it? Really, she's mm-hmm. first up, no trial. And then Classic Magnus might be the forgotten runner. She's um hasn't really done much wrong, to be fair. Nah, but, classic, um, nah, 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 nah. That's not not, not for you. Nah, Classic Magnus can't win. Yeah, but for me, Friday night. <laughs> my my uh, record in those at the moment is incredible. Those ones <laughs> that I just I just dismiss out of hand. You can basically lock that in for a place at the moment. The way uh, the way I'm going. So well, we got one um, of those. We got one of those later in the in the show with um. Condor Heroes coming up, not far yeah, away. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I've yeah, my respect is built for Condor Heroes clearly now, so <laughs> yeah. I probably won't be carrying on in the same manner as I uh, as I was. But uh, no, I, I like when you when you go full Steve Smith, BJ, and you trust your eye. So uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm uh, yeah interested to watch this. This will be this will be a cracking race. Uh, watch the first hundred meters, see where um, see if Madame Torio can get across, and then watch Friday night, see if Jordan Turner can get the right card. He handles the young yeah. horses very very well. JT does so. Um, um, yeah, really interested to, to view. Betfair this. late will be intriguing, won't it? So, oh, but, who knows? Friday night yeah. could start two fifty. Like the four yeah. bucks, which I've just seen go up there. Um, I've, I've hovered on that. I've decided not to pull the trig. Yeah. Um, but I mean the um, yeah, it's yeah. This is just it's it's a who knows what's going to happen late on Betfair. To be honest, this would be uh, an interesting form race because if if Friday night's as good as what. Um, they are not they hashtag they are um or, and i suspect um this could be a pointer to uh, to things to come um now that that spring is, has rolled around and we got some um some big races on the horizon so as terry said this would be a one to watch this particular race moving on now to the first leg of the quadrella the uh, race six it's the ascend sales trophies handicap 1200 meter ratings 72 plus thoughts guru uh well it's it's hard to ignore um it's really hard to ignore you know i, I like a I like a speed map um I like it. I like a good speed map. It's pretty hard to ignore the speed map that Mia Dol- Dolce, Mia Dolce gets. Um, Mia Dolce gets here. Well, we spoke uh, before we started, and you, you mentioned you're a bit uh, a bit tired of Mia Dolce, and it's a horse, sort of horse. You just sort of we struggle to try and uh, try and find. Just been, I mean, you don't see many early um, early four year olds that have had twenty eight starts. That's incredible, isn't it? To this stage of uh, to her career, but geez, what a map is! If fifty three kilos. 
you're going to lead this on your ear. I mean, what what have you got breezing here? That's 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 probably the big question. Yeah, I've got Flower of Scotland breezing. Yeah, Flower of Scotland is, is the potential breeze. If it's not Flower of Scotland, it's um. It's spilling over if they opt to if they opt to show some aggression and roll forward, but that's that's yep. not a fate accompli. They might look to um, replicate something like its first up run where it was um, where it was pretty big, and we knew we'd have this discussion. We knew it was going to come in time. We'd we'd prepped ourselves for this. We're spilling over. Yep. Um, we're, we're pretty happy to stay out as a as a conglomerate. Let's 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 come together as a team here, BJ. Are we happy to stay out for spilling over? I am. Do you want to let people in on your um I'm g- I'm going to let him I'm going to let him go. Well, even if he can work to the breeze, I feel that um, Mia Dolce railing up with a 53 will be sharper over the 1200. Um, and I do think if they ride it Is that a winnable it, position for spilling over breeze? I don't I know. Don't, so. I don't know if it is. And if they mm-hmm. go back, I don't there's no way that um, I don't think spilling over outsprints in a rodeo. So mm-hmm. I don't see how Spilling over wins from a map forward or back. Um, for me, other people might see it differently. And, and the horse, uh, the first up run was obviously very hard to miss, but the first up run every campaign is very hard to miss. So. Um, yeah, for me, I just can't. Uh, I can't map a victory. So pff, leaving it straight through to the keeper. No, so we're, look, not, I, I, not, we're definitely not team spilling over. No, we're not. Way. We're not team spilling over. No, I'm, I'm going to be team Mia Dolce. I'm going to. I have to fall in for the map. To be honest with you, I think Mia Dolce might just about be a better horse over the twelve hundred as well. Some sprinters actually can really sustain that sprint for a longer period of time. I'm going to just completely forget the last start when uh, Mia Dolce was on the back of We've Got Dreams and um, it was nearly an identical run to We've Got Dreams. We know how good that uh, we know how good that Mia is. So I'm 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 pretty content. Um, I'm pretty content saying we can just forget the run uh, of a horse who's who's just faster superior when leading um you go back to that cliffs of comfort run two starts ago push cliffs of comfort all the way to the line make made that really sharp galloper stretch uh ran second to cliffs of comfort that particular day um i got a stack of stack of time for nerodio um but it's just the fact that nerodio might get back on the back of a slow one or two i don't know how it's all going to pan out and yeah look I, I don't want to be diving in um too heavily but um the seven bucks or so mia dolce is above my quote I've got me a Dolce at five bucks, so um, happy having something small on. You could even look at an each way bet the way the map pans out. But um, we spoke pre preview that there were some races that looked really good to wait and see how um, certain lanes are playing. Um, if the inside paddy is playing nicely and you can really trust mm. horses jumping and rolling, it's just it's just going to be really hard to catch with the fifty three. So. Um, Look, my market does have Nerodio on top. Plenty of respect. Think it's better up at the twelve hundred too, but my uh, the market suggests currently that Mia Dolce is the bet. Bj, so Mia Dolce for me. If you were Paige Kenny and connections mm. of Flower of Scotland, what what are you mm. what are you whispering to Lucky Lacta right uh, pre race? What's, what's, what's the go here? <laughs> You're telling just find the rail, ride it for luck. That's uh, that's that's if, if I'm the fact I'm not on. Um, yeah, look, no, Flower of Scotland is uh, it's polarizing, I guess. Not not polarizing for most punters, I guess it's getting backed off the map, start yeah. after start. It was arguably the run of the race, um, in that Mia Dolce race I discussed. Uh, two starts ago, Lactar from Aussie to Lactar. That's a pretty positive, um, jockey change for just the one kilo, especially with the way horses are running for Lactar at the moment so no it's definitely a winning chance there's three strong winning chances maybe four if you look at crystal spirit who will yep. probably hop on the back of mia dolce and was better than its run suggests over an unsuitable thousand meters against um money matters last start 
I think the market's pretty bang on here, to be honest. So again, I'm, I'm searching for a bet rather than um, rather than really confidently finding one. But it's it's I mean it's hard to miss what Flower of Scotland's done, all uh, all, all preparation. So. Um, Jeez, yeah. Look, I'm I'm going to go for the horse over a thousand meters, over twelve hundred meters. It's going to lead, and you don't often, especially in WA, you don't often get a um a race over a thousand or twelve hundred meters where there is one leader. There is yeah. no obvious yeah. pressure on paper. In saying that, we don't want to walk on the adult show. We want to take advantage of that map, try and steal a match-winning lead um on the take turn. Take advantage so. of that weight as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly right. So mm. for me, it's me Dolce. Um. We, we, yeah, we, I'd love to. I would have loved to have seen sort of eight fifty two, sixty two, seventy. Then I feel confident diving in each way, making a profit on the place. But seven two forty, it's still a bet for me. I'd suggest. Okay, yeah. So, what, what price did you have, Neurodio? I had Neurodio, Neurodio, Uh, I had Neurodio at $2 and, hang on, I've got Wednesday's uh, numbers up here. It's easy to find all the winners on Wednesday now, by the way. (laughs) Um, I've got Neurodio, I had Neurodio $2.60, so it's exactly the current price. Um, I was was $2.85. Yeah. That's the way I'm going. He- um, this horse is uh, is really um, in the in the hitting zone at the moment. Three wins from his five starts. This prep knocked off uh, leading girl. I thought that I was really taken with that twelve hundred meter win two back. Ridden really aggressively by CJP. Hit the front early. Uh, kept going. That was just a really strong performance, and um, he followed that up with um, just running the. Best splits of the day to um, salute over a thousand in uh, in this grade. When was that? That was two weeks ago. Uh, I agree with Terry. I think he's more of a twelve hundred meter horse. He's won six from eight starts at Belmont Park. Uh, Nero Dio, Nero Dio. We'll have to get a ruling on that. You are right. He's going to be Mia Dolce is going to have field position and a five and a half kilo advantage um, over Nero Dio. So that is. Um, a query and um, a concern, but uh, just the way this horse is racing, his closing speed, his class, yeah, these informed horses, I just think he can continue on his merry way. Nero Dio on top. For me, the horse that's going to be stalking uh, Mia Dolce in run Crystal Spirit. I quite liked his 78 plus thousand meter run behind Money Matters last start. Just, just, this looks the the a sweet sweet map for Crystal Spirit from the Ganjimi Racing Yard. Sean O'Donnell maintains the ride. I think he's gonna he's gonna peel, and uh, I reckon he might look the winner at some stage um, in the straight. And uh, I think he's probably the biggest danger for me anyway for uh, Ner- oh, Nero Dio. BJ markets are other markets are just going up as we speak. It's literally happening in front of my eyes. Um, the rodeo is dollar ninety five, dollar eighty five with a company we don't need to name. Um, wow. can't we can't be tipping the rodeo at a dollar eighty five? Mia Dolce nine bucks, Flower of Scotland seven fifty, Crystal Spirit sixteen. They're, they're sort of prices that are backable. Like I come on here and and, and tip whatever we want to tip, and I mean I, I've marked the rodeo favourite, so that should be the tip. But no, that's not how we're going to work. We're going to work on what's the furthest above my market, and that's clearly Mia Dolce at the nine dollars. Um, again, when this goes to to live, that might be a, a different story but um i can't i can't get on because they're uh, they're not reputable the agency i'm talking about bj okay i was just looking i was just looking locally brad bet 280 still so that's um, well and brad brad has brad has informed me that mia dolce was pretty well supported at the seven dollars as well so um 
So, yeah, there's $9 up about me at Dolce and I'm just, uh, I'm crossing my, uh, my little fingers that I can get some of that when, um, when, um, when agencies that we can actually get on with go up. All righty. Race seven, Glenroy Chaff Handicap. This is a graduation 1300 metre contest. Um, mm. Not a bad little race, this actually. Um, yeah, this, this was a good race to, to do a bit of a deep a deep dive in on, yeah. a, on a number of reasons. I mean, I think that the, the first thing we need to ask, and, and Tycoon Storm deserves to be the head of every market, I'd suggest, yep. um, is is what price do we have Tycoon Storm here? You've got you've got the sticky gate. You've got the fact that there were it was a big drifter, first and second up. Um, went horribly first up. Second up went well, but that second up win, that was genuinely a gift from the wide yeah. gate has tucked in behind two leaders that have taken each other on the fourth horse, little red bikini just simply couldn't keep up. And Chris Parnham has just ridden it a treat. And, um, while he got the job done, it was uh, it was a bit of a, a gift um, victory. So I think the key thing with this race straight away is marking Tycoon Storm, and then you can sort of um, shape the rest of your market around it. What price Tycoon Storm for you, BJ? I went three fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I've gone up shorter than I'd wanted to. I don't know whether I'm letting the spruit get to my head, whether I'm letting um, various other aspects come into to play. Um, but yeah, I had Tycoon Storm around the two dollars seventy mark. Just just yep. more for the fact that I was happy taking on some of these other runners. Um, Absolutely. What, rash- but what did what did what were you expecting tactically from Chris Parnham and Lindsay Smith? Tycoon Storm. Oh, I, I'm expecting uh, Chris Parnham to follow across um, Super Territoria to some degree. I don't think it has yep. the same pace early that Super Territoria does, but he'll look to come across and and tuck in somewhere around them. I mean, there's a chance you're going to get park. Um, you're going to park deep. Uh, there's a chance he could breeze. I think there's not a huge yep. amount of other speed. Um, Machino misses drawn 14. They'd love to go forward from 14, but I just don't I've got know Tycoon Storm outside leader, outside yep. Super Territoria. I think they'd prefer a sit if possible, mm. but I just don't know if that sit's going to be forthcoming. Or they would have loved to have drawn underneath Super Territoria and try to sort of make that horse work across it and then tuck in on it. Um, Lace Vinsky from two is the question mark whether that horse uh, can kick up and lead with Paddy Carberry. I would have loved to have seen Madison Derrick remain in the saddle, um, and that's that's definitely a... Um, a, uh, a a negative for the horse, I think, uh, with the the weight increase. But um, no, really, really interesting race. And I think the the first decision, as I said, you have to make is is Tycoon Storm. But um, Lace Vinci's the horse I want to talk about. Um, firstly, BJ was a nice trial um, before the first up run, where we saw Excellent Dream um, ran off the track and took Lace <laughs> Vinsky with him. Yeah, uh, sure with her, did. With poor old uh, poor Mar- Maddie had her hands full, didn't she? Certainly did, yeah. It was pretty uh, him. Sorry, it was pretty uh, pretty ordinary viewing for anybody on Lacevinsky who was already tramping three and four the trip, um, as you probably would would have expected from that draw with the speed underneath. Um, actually, came home pretty well in the last two hundred. Yeah. Beaten ten yeah. beaten ten point three lengths, but it was a really good first up run, which uh, you probably don't often hear when it, when a horse is beaten um, when a horse is beaten that far. Um, I'm expecting. Look, I. I'm not big on the Paddy Carberry appointment. Um, Was that a weight thing or because he's, no, he's got a good Ma- record? Ma- he's got a good record on Lacevinsky. 
He's well. He, yeah. That, there's there's different ways of looking at that. I think, BJ. You can either he could say have he's a better a record. Re- is that what you saying? Yeah, the horse the horse could have a far better record. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do believe the horse could have a far better record than than he does. But look, I mean, Lace Vinsky here should be potentially leading, but likely just box seats on him. Um, would prefer to see the horse leading. But if you go back through runs last campaign, um, it was really luckless a lot of the time. But you got a third behind Windstorm and rewrite the stars. You got a second behind Sir Mambo. And that second behind Sir Mambo was when Sir Mambo was just absolutely. Absolutely low flying. Um, the third horse was Nerodio. Um, two seconds not to be missed, and then a second to put a spell on you when he sat four deep the trip and Huge. put a spell on you. Got the got the nice card into it with W Pike in the saddle. So Lace Vinsky, while only winning two of um, what is it, 14. two of fourteen, two of yep. fourteen, uh, he's been placed at ten of fourteen. I really think Lace Vinsky's a really nice animal. Um, we like prefer a Simon Miller sprinter as well, obviously. So, look, I think he gets every chance um, from the good draw. I actually thought, I actually thought we'd see a slightly better price. A um, little bit disappointed with the sort of seven or eight bucks we, we've got to talk about at the moment. Um, but I thought he is one that might have gone up a bigger price. But I was expecting around the nine dollar mark, Lace Vinsky. Yeah, I, I just thought with we got horses like Rationale, um, Devoted yep. Star, Super Territoria, and obviously um, the one we discussed, Tycoon Storm. I knew they're going to take up a good chunk of market, but I'm really happy taking on uh, Devoted Star. I think she'll lay of the day. Um, not often that we will hop into to Bob or Grant Nalan, whoever's made the decision, but the, the appointment of Matty Derrick on Devoted Star is a horror show. Like, that's just It just makes no sense. Coming but- off a of hoof, hoof abscess last Saturday as well, scratched. Devoted Star. Yeah, like, uh, it just to me, Devoted Star as a horse that struggles to go early, gets back, and it needs a cute ride through the field. That's not Maddie Derrick's go um, at all. So we're, you're, she's only got 57, so you didn't need to use a claim here. And Clint Johnston Porter hasn't got a ride in the race if if Chris was already going to ride Tycoon Storm. That just to me, it makes no sense. And I'm happy to put a line through um, Devoted Star. I think 30 to 1 probably wouldn't get me with Devoted Star. That's how uh, how much I would be um, willing to steer clear of her. Rationalia, that was a gift victory last start. Like we. We were pretty happy to take it on it. Rationality's landed on the back of Super Territoria, who was taken on by Peppy Jack the entirety of the way. And, yeah, it's only just got there. It was a yeah, a real gift victory, I thought. It was very strange late. Like, Rationality was going to win comfortably. And mm. then sort of almost like either pulled up or balked at something or something went awry over the last 100 metres. And she almost threw the race away. It was... Oh, I wish she did because we were uh, we were pretty heavily invested on uh, on Super T at, yep. uh, at that stage of proceedings. So um, yeah, no, I uh, I wish she did um, throw very the race odd. away. To be honest with you, yeah, it was. So, or maybe she very- resented resented the whip or something. It was very very interesting. Um, mm. Even if you go back to the previous victory, that was a race that was really set up for swoopers. Amasinus hasn't franked that form. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy taking on Rationale, long story short there as well. And I think Rationale is uh have we got have we got markets for that race yet, BJ? Yeah. We might yep. be just we might Oh hang on, no. no so the, the just, only just one that not. I can see at the moment is uh four eighty Rationale is uh is is the, the price available on a couple yeah. of agencies. Oh, that's- yep. Yeah, I think that's it's extremely bare bones that sort of four eighty type thing. So, um, no, look, I look at my current markets. It, it probably looks to be a double play for me. Super Territory has actually gone up overs as well, but um, I, I'm probably going to look at um, at uh, at trusting, trusting, trusting the. 
progression of Tycoon Storm. Um, yeah. Not it's not really my type of bet, but it's come up above me quote at the three dollars fifty. I can now see Lace Vince gets seven to one to one. I wanted to be on each way. Thought I might see thirteen, fourteen dollars. The seven dollars won't get me. But look at this stage. At this stage, going to stay out of the race. But um, yeah, Tycoon Storm, Lace Vinsky, they're the two that sort of uh, are at the forefront of my mind. Bj. Yeah, I had Tycoon Storm on top as well. Lace Vinsky, the biggest danger also. Uh, go back and have a look at that first up run from Lace Vinsky. He was just lucky to stay upright, really. Um, so the And the the numbers coming through from Vince Cardi's daily sectionals late were pretty good considering um, just got pretty much bowled over just prior to straightening. And um, Not a horse we associate with running a quick last two. So you, don't, you didn't need to see, sort of. You didn't yep. need to see a flashing last two. You just needed to see yep. enough that the horse was going well enough. And we did see yep. that, in my opinion. Yeah. So they're, they're the two. Uh, I do have a watch on, it, uh, on your crayfish coast form is vastly superior to mine. That's Geraldton. Ukbar Ted. Now, some mm, of these Geraldton vict- victories were incredible to, um, uh, towards the end of the uh, the season. One uh, by five and a half lengths, two starts ago. Uh, the ratings that I saw were really strong. Ukbar Ted, the trial poking through late, very quiet underneath Troy mm-hmm. Turner in a trial for... Colin Webster on August 31. I imagine we'll be getting back and run on, running on from gate 13, but wouldn't surprise me one iota to see Ukba Ted run a cheeky race first up. Yeah, no, I uh, I don't think it's winnable. I, I don't know if yeah. um, from Barrier 13, Troy Turner, there's a lot that's going to have to go right there. But some yeah. of those wins at, uh, at Geraldton, they were so far against pattern for the meetings yep. as well. They were meetings where horses weren't making ground. And, they were uh, outliers, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, yep. they were they were quite incredible. So um, I'm really interested to see how Ukbar Ted uh, progresses this campaign as, as a potential city horse uh, because, yeah, th- those wins, were, um, those wins were, were definitely city class in Jarrow. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, and and the numbers that I saw sort of backed uh, backed it up that um, there were performance of performances of significance as well. So um, yep, but uh, the guru and I are circling around the same two here: Tycoon Storm and Lace Vinsky in race seven of the day. Moving on to race eight. Now this is a belter. The budget car and truck rental handicap, 1,000 metres, rating 66-plus company. We have Condor Heroes versus This Will Test You versus Long Beach. And um, uh, there's a couple of others. There's a couple of other su- supporting cast members as well, but they are they are the, the main three, the main trio, all the market, uh, all the money rather, uh, at the early stages of since markets were released this morning has been for this will test you this is uh this is um very exciting stuff race eight belmont on saturday yeah, this is uh, this is the the main event. It may not be listed yes. as the uh, as the main event, but uh, this certainly is the um it's the highlight, the, the pick of the card. I would suggest. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I, I guess the first thing we need to discuss, obviously, is this will test you. So this will test you at at best. Would you say is working to the breeze? Condor Heroes leads the race, has yep. field position even on the other potential speed horses in Weapon Sun and Copper Fury. Um, Weapon Sun is out. Just come, just come through. Weapon Sun is out. 
Okay. Beep, beep, beep. Weapon Sun <laughs> is out. Uh, that doesn't affect, in my mind, that doesn't affect the race in the slides, no, to be honest. No. Um, probably a little. Probably, probably a, little a good bit. scratching from David Harrison, to be fair. So Probably a good scratching yeah. for uh, for this or Tester, I'd suggest as well, just yep. in case um, he um, she isn't uh, super away from the widest gate. Um, Copper Fury is a million to one, and that's probably not enough, um, but it's the interesting runner. If you watch Jada at the gates last start, for a horse whose natural tempo is to jump and run, Jade didn't really have any intention of leading that race. Um, interesting. Odd. That, that's that's the one I, I would love to see. I'd love to see the stewards question that and say, Jade, this horse has led its last three million starts. Why did you just let it plop out and let um, – let this will test your roll to the top. So there's it led yeah, the uh, it led the led the Prince of Wales wait for age thousand uh, meter race at Ascot. So yeah. Three. So to me, yeah, to me, um, it, it, did, felt- it did it did pull up lame though. So maybe yeah. No, no, that doesn't bother me. No, no, no. She didn't try to go early. To me, yeah. it felt like. Um, a bit of a gift to Mitchell Pateman. Um, yep. I, I, that's that's how it felt to me. It felt like the race was run in a boat rather than being run on grass. Potentially, uh, look, I, no, didn't, no, I, didn't, that, I didn't. That's how it. That's how it looked, didn't it? So it, it, it just didn't look good. No, just yeah. yeah it's just there was no intro. There was a look around as well. It yeah, just it gave me a very bad feel, um, mm. to be honest. So, but I'm expecting that um, that Jimmy Greaves, who was uh, I saw his interview declaring Peppy Jack midweek. I loved that stuff. That was so good, wasn't it? And the <laughs> money came in droves it was tens to i think i think it traded high fours late on the exchange it was amazing they love, stuff. Backing, you, they love backing that horse love they it. certainly they certainly mm. do i gave up a few starts ago but gee whiz they kept coming um but yes yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens you've got to suspect they put their handlebars down i mean if this will test your lands three deep no cover bloody hell this will test you has been in two dog fights um in her career and um and both dog fights she lost her yep. three victories have been just so 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 impressive but when she gets involved in a little bit of a uh, uh a little bit of a scuffle um she doesn't does she have that other gear i'm not i'm not sure so i'm really yeah. really interested to see what happens here she may have come back to more furnished horse she might be able to park off copper fury uh she might be able to cross copper fury and find the breeze but geez this is really the testing material here bj it's when the uh, the pressure index goes up what uh mm. what, what what can this will test you do that's the that's the big query for mine Will she will she handle will she handle the uh, the pressure that Condor Heroes will bring, or will she succumb? That's uh, that's going to be um, the tail of the tape, I think. The tail of the tape. That's that's it's very well said. It certainly will be. And I, I, yeah, I feel like I've uh, I feel like I've got an imprint in my ass from um, sitting on the fence or podcast, but I, I really don't know. Like you don't want to yeah. take on a horse like this or test you. And even, I mean, the, the 260 or so that went up this morning, it was just about backable. I mean, you can, you just, you, you do fall into the height with horses, but we've seen enough as well. Um, Condor Heroes has to carry the 61. I mean, what what have you got map wise? What what do you think will end up eventually? Oh, I, I might take on this will test you for, yep. uh, yeah, I think, um, I think Condor Heroes, just will just t- uh, just tow its way to the lead. Um, its trial was just, <laughs> Sean, Sean McGrady was just swinging off him in his Belmont 31st of August trial, and um, he just I don't know what what the story with this horse is, but <laughs> it's like he's just uh, he's just absolutely wound up like Mike Tyson bloody in round one Condor Heroes. He just he just can't contain himself early, so. He's just gonna. He's just gonna run, and and I think he's the over the thousand 
point to point, I think he's the fastest horse in the race. I, I'm happy to be mm-hmm. proven wrong, but um, and he, if he if he turns up and is basically in a in a race of his own, then I just think it's going to be really hard for the other horses to to run to be fast enough to run a quicker time than him basically so for, for that's the way i say i just feel like over the thousand condor heroes can has enough speed to run a time that the other horses can't necessarily match so mm-hmm. um especially with the with the the gates um condor heroes leads i've got this will test you either is in condor heroes slipstream or is outside it that that pressure it you know, I feel as though it, it might be, be, be her undoing. She just got she got everything on a plate first up. It was a really good win, don't get me wrong, but it was it was there for the taking. It, that this will this will definitely won't be the case on Saturday. So for mine, I've got Condor Heroes jumping, running, railing, um, creating a significant lead and uh, holding on. And I think the horse that's going to be making things the most interesting late is Long Beach. He can he can be the one with the closing speed to to um, follow the rail and maybe get last crack at Condor Heroes, as well as uh, Chris Parnham's riding though Long Beach, especially that sort of run three four back the fence. That that that's the run that um, you really want to see W Pike on. And uh, I guess it is lucky how well Chris is riding, but the, the key for Long Beach for me is what horse lands in between because I don't think he lands on the back um, well he definitely doesn't land on the back of Condor Heroes the key That's is true. what horse good point. what horse lands and I look at say a horse like Masquerade from one I think he can get in front of Masquerade they'll be thinking yeah. we don't want to be on the back of Masquerade there's a horse like put a spell on you roll to the fence from six to Sterling Estate who is quicker than Long Beach early to Sterling Estate is he the one are we that talking the uh, roadblocks yeah, we are talking roadblocks, very much yeah. so. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, a cracking race, a cracking race. There's, there's three ways it can go. The, the placement of put a spell on you, by the way, to come back to the thousand meters <laughs> is, um, that's just honestly, this, this, it gives me the shits. Like, what, what's the thought process behind that? Like, bonkers. It's just, uh, no, nah, I'm not, not copying it. It's just, just genuinely, what a waste of a run from a really nice horse. Like some of these horses that are like this one, thirteen starts, four wins. That should be. That should be significantly better than that. Anyway, uh, three. I, again, I, I'm I'm really really opinionless. I'm just excited to watch this race and see what happens. I I, I question how well this will, this will test you will go when it gets into a dogfight. When she gets into a dogfight, but I think she's the best horse in this race. So, um, yeah, cracking cracking viewing, cracking viewing. For 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 reference, anyway, I mark Condor Hero's favorite two eighty five. Um, Do you and, mark Condor um, favorite? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, and yeah, again, the Betfair exchange, betfair.com.au, the, the, that's going to tell a, tell a story. Um, so, mm. I imagine the, the, you know, the, the late money will be for the horse with the, the peak ratings, and I'm suspecting it's this will test you. Um, so, um, the, yeah, all the, um, uh, everything you'll need to know, I, I suspect, will be in the last 10 to five minutes on the, uh, on the exchange, Terry. Yeah, it'll be a uh, yeah, it'll be a very interesting viewing late betting eyes. So, oh, geez, it's a uh, yeah, difficult one to have a real. I think it's a difficult race to have a real strong, firm opinion. Just because there are, and it, it's a bit like a lot of the races throughout the car. There are so many, um, so many variables, which I don't know. In, in my opinion, at least, I think only time will will uh, will tell, um, will answer those variables. I guess. Okay, so you got to get to Northern, mate. We better get cracking. So it is. Oh, it's Market City Meets Get Out Stakes time, Terry. S-T-E-A-K-S. It's the extremely popular Get Out Stakes brought to you by Market City Meets, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. 
located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show. Swing pass. Say good day. Timmy and his team will take care of you. Congratulations to last week's winner, Dimitri Shiolu. Now, Terry, Dimitri is a three-time Get Out Stakes winner. Oh. He just, he's killing it. Um, we have a um, we have a website now, BJ. We, yes. we, I don't think we've used, we haven't used it all. We need to get a yeah. leaderboard. We do. That is very good. That is very good. We need to get a Get Out Stakes leaderboard. I'll uh, mm. we'll get our producer, Jen, to knock something up for us. And and uh, I think people will, will enjoy that as well. Um, and we can, maybe we can even publish your Kegel Round Diary. I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, we, you're going to need someone to uh, translate most of it, I'd suggest. <laughs> who, who, can, who, can, who can speak Terry at about 11 o'clock at night? Not, not, not many people. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that's a great idea. So Dimitri, three get out stakes wins, um, and um, shout out to to Nathan Berryman. Now Nathan and Dimitri both selected uh, Sugarcane by zero point six five lengths, and um, and unfortunately for Nathan, Dimitri got his entry in first, and under the uh, Sam White rule, was declared victor of the get out stakes last week so yeah first in best dressed and uh yeah so congratulations again to dimitri now to enter this week's get out stakes competition send us a tweet at the one one pod on twitter who um who you think will win race nine at belmont on saturday decimal winning margin two decimal places preferred all right. Well, we have once again, um, BJ, we have a very competitive get-out stakes. And I must admit, I really enjoy a good competitive get-out stakes. It does mm. – uh, it does uh, – it really brings the uh, the cream to the crop. You could say the uh, the meat rises from the mutton. Is that a thing? No, that's not a thing. I think we had about five or six people uh, nominate Sugarcane. So, they followed the guru in then. One of them well, was the OG mastermind, Travis Murray, just getting in late, but um, uh, he, he didn't have the right margin, Travis. That's all right because he's, uh, he's been winning a bit too often uh, with his uh, ownership. Uh, team yeah lately, I've, so. I've heard that um i've heard that trav's already uh planning his celebration when he wins the winter bottom this year actually he's uh <laughs> apparently we might say i don't know if you saw the cult at the Carlton game the other night young uh that young redhead fella uh i promised Cottrell. the lads yesterday i'd give Cottrell. him my Cottrell. Uh, Cottrell, i think yeah. i think i think we might see travis murray doing a little bit of greek freak at the uh <laughs> at uh at, Asc- at ascot in late november i reckon uh, the shirt will come off and uh just just draw oh, just the the guns which I'm sure, uh, yeah, absolutely bulges. So anyway, we uh, this is an interesting last race of the day. Inflation's your your favourite, had to be favourite, but a horse yep. you just oh you don't really don't really want to be on. I'm, one thing I will say with inflation's last run, put a line through it. That yeah. rail was um was quicksand. So forget forgetting that, there is still got to be major question marks on inflation running out of strong fourteen hundred, let alone let alone sorry sixteen hundred. Um, four goes over the journey, never been placed. Do you think? In fact, he's deeper into his prep. He's fit. Mitchell Pateman goes on. I love that appointment. Yeah, uh, horse does really go nicely for Mitchell Pateman. But he uh, just a horse. I, I I'm going to struggle to come out over the mile, especially at that sort of four or five dollar mark. Um, you, you know, you're going to have hard in your mouth type stuff late. But um, it does look a really suitable map. Uh, we've got Brothers Keeper from uh, a whitish gate who'll roll across with the big weight. We've also got. Playing Marika, BJ, who I suspect they'll be aggressive with again after a pretty good last start performance. Um, I don't know whether they'll lead, but I think playing Marika will settle more prominently than we have seen, well, 
prior to last start. And then Awesome As from Barrier 10. Uh, I think Awesome As a strength. And I, I look back to a victory over Burning Magic um, last campaign. It's really yep. uh, gone to another level since Brendan Fitzgerald's taken over. Um, awesome. It was a victory where they just went forward and they just it was just tough and tough and tough. I think from Barrier 10, they've just got to be aggressive here, try and get to the outside of inflation. Um, not It's not impossible up to the mile. They even look to sit with inflation if they're concerned about its um, ability to run out a strong mile. So um, Awesome As is one that goes forward. And Rolls, look, can make a case for for half this field, to be honest with you. This is this is a really, really uh, difficult race to to try and navigate and get out and um, and make sense of. And oh okay, oh, deep breath before I say this. I'm gonna <laughs> apologize in advance. Um, but I really, I really, really, really do think this looks the race for Sigil. Yeah, wow. Mm, yeah, every, well, I know, every, I know. Every, I've, heard, every, I've, heard, I've heard myself say it. I, I needed to pause. I can needed you, the, uh, can you say it again for the listeners? No, I don't. I don't want to say it too many times because I feel <laughs> like I'm starting to. I've got to go in a car for an hour and a half in a second. I don't want to be throwing up the whole way. Uh, look, I went through the nine runs. I'm going to do it very, very quickly. Since joining P Fernie, and you know how I love a before and after P Fernie type of stat. So, um, is. <laughs> His his first up effort um, when um, uh, when uh, it was off of off the back of a very strong trial. Um, it was a nice nice run in a hot sprint. Second up won the Northern uh, Sprint at uh, at thirty to one for Mitch Payman. Won that really comfortably too. Like just settled midfield, got through. Like I don't think many could, many people could believe that Sigil won, let alone Sigil won with a leg in the air. Uh, then came to town for Luke. Was back last on a leader by a stay. Forget it went round. Uh, then went around for Kira Yule in a race where there was a fall. Uh, I think Mitch actually went down on... I can't remember his runner. But anyway, Kira just pulled it out of the race. So forget it went round. Pikey then went on. Um, he was back on the fence. Never got in the race. On a, on a race, they went neg eight, eight to the turn or something like that on a, on a day where nothing made ground anyway. So forget it went round. Then stepped up to the mile with 60 kilos with Bo Banovich Edwards from a wide gate and just went whoosh. And to me, that suggested, okay, this horse wants a journey. Um, stayed at the journey, got out to 1760 its next start. And Mitch was held up the entirety of the straight. It was very, very, very difficult viewing for any anyone that was involved um it's eighth go for mr peter fernie um he uh he he battled away um it wasn't his best run he never looked a happy horse in the race and then last start just the six days ago yeah, he came Sunday, out yeah. in the sprint and that was probably the pick of the runs running the quickest last 200 that was over the 1300 if you look at his runs over the mile they're the ones he looks to be traveling i think he needs every inch of the mile I reckon he might be better than these. I don't think that Kalgoorlie form is necessarily worse than this. I think the Kalgoorlie form could be better than this race, BJ. He comes back as a 66 Raider, gets in with 57. Kiryu can find a three-wide line. There's nothing in this race. I reckon yeah. we're going to get near 20. I reckon we haven't got all the markers out here. I reckon we're going to get near 20 to 1 each way. The day me and Sigil became best friends. Really? This is uh, incredible stuff. It is a bit of a glorified midweeker, to be fair. Um, like a lot of these horses are coming through uh, special conditions midweek or class threes midweek. Um, so, the uh, Sigil is coming out of an open sprint. Was that an open sprint? The Coolgardie sprint last Sunday? So Yeah, yeah, Sean O'Donnell um, jagged to last and just got wide and it was the quickest last two of the race by about three lengths. So it was it was it was just a huge, huge, huge run and a race that was dominated by those horses closer yeah, was, um, was to it, the speed went run. past. Better better run than horses like Excara who are absolutely flying down there. So um I saw enough and geez, does Mr. Peter Fernie bring him to town for nothing, BJ? 
No, he certainly does not. So, mm. six-day backup. It performed well on the backup in the past too. Yeah, one of um, one of the more polarizing figures in West Australian racing is um, is Sidgwick. He's not so. really. He's not polarizing. Actually, we all hate him. I think so. I don't think he's even <laughs> polarizing. We're, yeah, we're all on the we're all on the same. I don't think any of us are on him in the Northern Sprint were we? Surely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's not polarizing. It's just uh, it's just hatred. So, well, when it comes to um, emotionally uh, volatile relationships, which most people have with Sigil. My on-top selection isn't much better, Terry. I'm going again. Street fair. Dear. Yeah, Yeah, look, street street fair promises... uh Promises the world and, geez, I reckon delivering an atlas would be probably an overstatement as well. Yeah, I, 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 I'd, take, I'd actually take an atlas. <laughs> yeah, I'd take an atlas too. What's an atlas? Like a third place third or what is, what's that? I, gee, I reckon Street Fair is a serious racehorse, but um, is this a Jade McNaught horse? So it's going to be back last in traffic. She's going to have to navigate, find a line. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know. What what's the current what's the current quote? I mean, what are we can was, we take uh, five, six bucks? It was nine dollars into and it's a seven fifty sort of Yeah, seven fifty market moment. Gee whiz. I thought you would find Big Shot Paddy here. I thought Big well, Shot Paddy is one who map, maps to land somewhere near a one-ish one type thing, and yeah. uh, you, you really liked its last run. I thought I thought you would be in the Big Shot Paddy camp. I yeah, I am. I've got I've, my anyway. I've, I've gone Street Fair to beat Big Shot Paddy, Plan Marika in, in inflation in, in a wide open race. I was just, I just was probably the major factor was, I guess the. What are the five and a half kilos difference between Street Fair and Big Shot Paddy? I do like Street Fair coming off the the seven days back to a mile. And look, but this, yeah, like it's going to be, it's got the um, hallmarks of a um, of a sick watch, I think, hasn't it? Gate three, Jade on. Uh, Street Fair, we know he enjoys finding trouble and traffic but um i just i just felt there was i thought i thought his run last saturday was really good considering um had a lot against him made up a, a lot of a lot of ground at his first crack over 2000 um yeah i just i just feel as though if he's going to win one this does look his his race as i said it's a bit of a glorified midweeker um big shot patty I, i'll probably be if i you know i what I have, I thought he was a eight dollar chance. He's um, a bit shorter than that in the market. So I was a five dollar fifty street fair, five dollar fifty inflation, eight dollars. Price you have Sigil? Sigil twenty six dollars. Twenty six dollars. Yeah. Oh, crazy, crazy! You're not expecting a barrage of support for uh, for P Fernie, K Yule, and T Late and Late in the day then. Oh well, well I just yeah he just he just got pushed out pushed out in the market old sigil, um, but uh, but yeah I did I did flag his Kugati Sprint run it was it was quite something actually on the day but mm. Um, mm. but yeah look, it's unlike it's unlike sigil it's unlike sigil to put in a tease run as well isn't yeah. it <laughs> yeah exactly like, and to be oh, fair oh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a horse like Brothers Keeper. Uh, elevate significantly second up Tiana Robertson. Speaking of Tiana Robertson, Fabergino. Mm-hmm. Is uh yes yes that's exciting. Is it in Victoria? Has she has she landed? I'm pretty sure she's landed. Um, I think so. Oh. Uh, is Tiana allowed to go across with the horse? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that all works. Hang on. I'm pretty sure that um that they get an exemption to go across. Maybe she has to do yeah, a um, okay. maybe she has to do a um 
uh, in-house quarantine or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, but yeah. So that's that's exciting for for Tiana Robertson with um, Fabergino heading over there. Yeah, so she's going to be going to the valley towards the Group One Moya Wait for Age Thousand Meters. That's going to be something special. But um, but getting back to the Get Out Stakes at uh, Belmont on Saturday, my tip lacking a lot of confidence as you can can hear in my voice but um i've ended up going again stubbornly with street fair and uh big shot paddy as well i think he's a, he's a winning chance terry this is just crazy stuff and but he has um he has locked in sigil p fernie ku just on top chips in i reckon yeah just chips in sigil maybe <laughs> maybe look if we're talking i think we're going to be talking 20 bucks late i think we probably want to be placed heavy at your five bucks type thing um, but yeah, sigil. And I'm, I'm going to actually say each way, all day. Okay. BJ. M- madness there from the guru. Madness. In, uh, madness. In the, madness. In the get out stakes. All right, Terry, it's time for our Betfair best betting proposition of the day. Lead us off. What have you got for the listeners? Sigil? Special? Yep, sigil. Uh, on a card I don't like enough uh, at all. I, uh, I I just don't want to tip something as my best at $3, $3.50 on a day where I just don't like any $3, $3.50 pops enough. Um, yep. Look, it's probably a little bit of a, a battle royale. I think, as I said, Mia Dolce's in front for a, a really long way at that 8 9 bucks, and yep. Mia Dolce easily could have, uh, I easily could have had um, as one of my uh, – as my best, but no, we're gonna we're gonna go with sigil. We're gonna go with sigil as uh, as the best betting proposition each way of the day. Bj, oh, the, the, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh when delivering that, should I? Just <sighs> no, this is very serious stuff. This is very serious mm. stuff. The this mile. The it's all about best. the mile. It's okay. all it's all about the mile, and it's gone. Oh, it's gone up nineteen dollars as well with a couple of other agencies. So just grab those chips and boop, plop them in. Sigil. That is mm. incredible. My bet Betfair best betting proposition of the day, race five. I'm um I'm following my instincts here with this Friday night. First starter from the Ganjimi yard. I reckon Friday night at about the 350, 360 mark is uh is a bet. I was uh I think I was around the two dollar ninety mark Friday night. So um yeah, that's my Betfair best Friday night, race five. So um Maddie. <laughs> so the rules of the Maddie, it's gotta be uh Twenty-one dollars, uh, twenty to one plus, uh, at the time of recording. What's your Maddie, Terry? Can it be nineteen? Sure. Sigil. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I would honestly be making one up. Otherwise, I would genuinely be making one up. I reckon Betfair late will provide a stack, and I'm sure anyone's <laughs> listened will get them. We'll provide a stack of twenty-dollar plus plays, but ones yeah. that are currently there. Uh, it, it's it's sigil. So um, yeah, sigil's my best. Sigil's my Maddie. Uh, just sigil's life. <laughs> There'll be some news. Okay, I'll tell you what. I will even create a, a gif, a mem. A, what is it? A gif? Yeah, a, a gif of myself GIF. doing the Greek. Actually, I've got a little bit of cultural about me. Actually, I'll create a gif of myself if sigil wins the horse race uh, to be utilized on uh, to be utilized on Twitter. Great stuff. Okay. Mm. My Maddie is uh, race seven, number three, Ukba Ted, the um, mm. dominant on uh, in Geraldton on the Crayfish Coast uh, last season, coming to town for Colin Webster, Troy Turner. We'll be getting back and running on currently $31. That's mad that's enough not a for bad me. Quote. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's I don't mind that, actually. That's a that's a good share. What price did I have? I actually marked Ukba 31, but- um, 
Yeah, no, I, I, crazier things have happened. It's it's a real point of difference runner, isn't it? Sure is, sure is. So, mm. um, yeah, even if he doesn't um, win or uh, or whatever, I, I imagine he's going to be putting in an eye catcher. Oh, Bartet first mm. up. Okay. So, um, like yeah, so that, that brings our Betfair preview to a close, Terry. 